0: Well, the heat of summer has finally begun to arrive. Of course, this begs the question, are you staying cool where it counts? There are very few things worse than walking around in underwear that does not keep you cool and dry, especially when it gets hot enough to cook an egg on the sidewalk, which is basically every single day in this state from now until the end of September. When you wear Tommy John, you are much, much cooler, and that makes everything easier and better. Tommy John has breathable, lightweight fabric that has four times the stretch of competing brands. And with dozens of comfort innovations, you are going to find yourself looking and feeling cool all season long, whether you're lounging at home or having summertime fun. Tommy John has sold over 17 million pairs. Uh, That's why they don't have customers. They have Fanatics you're not going to want to return them but if you do returns and exchanges are free with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee it's time to feel cozy not lazy Tommy John's new men's and women's loungewear i love their loungewear it's so awesome it's so awesome shop tommyjohn.com/back right now for 20% off your first order tommyjohn.com/back for 20% off get your 20% off tommyjohn.com/back see site for details radio show starts here in just a second
1: and welcome to the Glenn Beck program today I've got several points to show you where we are winning and how we are winning uh, and what we should do in this position where things are starting to break up and change we're going to talk about the economy we're going to talk about the border we are going to talk about the Supreme Court Mike Lee joins us about what's now going through the Senate, and I want to start with a very frank letter that we just received, a, an email from somebody who used to be, in her own words, a modern pro-choice woman. Things have changed. We begin there in 60 seconds. Christy wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She said, we have two pointers who hunt at least four days a week, if not more. Their skin has been dry and flaky and their coats dull and rough. But within two weeks of using Rough Greens, we've been able to see a bounce back level in energy, as well as their coats being amazingly shiny and smooth and no more dry, flaky uh, skin. We couldn't be happier. Thank you. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on your dog's food, and it's chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's most most likely in Rough Greens. And they want to make sure that your dog is uh, uh, comfortable eating it, loves it as much as our dogs do. All you have to do is just go to roughgreens.com slash back, roughgreens.com slash back, and they're going to give you your first bag free. All you pay for is the shipping. Go now to roughgreens.com slash back, ruffgreens.com slash back, or call 833-G-L-E-N-N-33, 833 glen 33 or roughgreens.com slash back. So I got an email in, and I want to read it verbatim. I can no longer relate to the modern pro-choice woman. I don't want to shout my abortion. I want to pretend it never happened. Up until last week's SCOTUS leak, I had done a pretty good job of burying my 20-year secret. But the Roe versus Wade information earthquake triggered an eruption. I can no longer pretend to be ambivalent or leave it to blue-check pro-lifers to speak for me. My days of repeating safe, legal, and rare that mantra like a good Gen X libertarian feminist are over. Some pro-abortion activists call their life-ending procedure self-care like they just booked a hot stone massage uh, or a facial at a spa. This is a polite euphemism many women tell themselves, not because we are cold-blooded killers, but because it's how we survive We have to lie in order to justify what is actually taking place. Denial is just a protective coat barrier from the truth. Remember, any woman born after Roe versus Wade has been programmed to believe that abortion is a natural born right. It's legal. Therefore, it must not be evil. It's a medical procedure. Women do it every day. Planned Parenthood has a nice way of describing abortion on their website. A doctor uses a combination of medical tools and a suction device to gently take the pregnancy tissue out of your uterus. Gently take the tissue out. Benign euphemisms that wrap our hearts and minds in a suffocating cocoon. Benign euphemisms to keep us in line. I was raised in the Bible Belt, and I believe that sex before marriage was the greatest of sins. You'd be better off robbing a store by pistol than be caught fornicating with a boy, and yet I did fornicate with a boy. No boy I'd ever be proud to bring around my parents. I never gave him the option to talk me out of it. I just demanded that he paid half for the procedure and never speak of it again. I told myself it would be easier to survive the hidden shame of the abortion than wear the shame of my sin on my belly for nine months. I took the so-called easy way out at six weeks. I swallowed a pill I got from some abortionist who gave me the creeps. He was no medical saint like the ones portrayed in the Cider House Rules, nobly saving women from coat hanger abortions. The doctor in my story made a quick buck at the expense of terrified good girls. Years later, I would, I would learn that he kept aborted fetuses in buckets and was under investigation for shady medical practices. I couldn't leave his clinic fast enough, but at least I wouldn't have to miss work or skip my college classes. I could just finish my degree and still make my parents proud. How convenient. But the pill I took made an ugly, painful mess and didn't finish the job. Now I had to see a real obstetrician to get an ultrasound and deal with the aftermath. This doctor's office was nicer. It had bright lights and pink walls. Although my doctor was professional, I still felt the quiet judgment in her voice. I refused to look at the image of my tortured fetus in the, on the screen. I knew what it would mean if I did. My feminist career ambitions would lose the battle to my soul if I looked at that baby. The doctor told me the fetus was still viable, but now most likely mentally challenged. The kinder thing to do would to be finish the job at an in-clinic abortion. End the fetus's suffering. End my own self-torture. I woke up from anesthesia to learn the abortion was complete. It was over so quickly, but the internal conflict hangs and hangs. You find weird ways to cope. Not long after, I discovered an abandoned robin egg still perfectly intact. I wrapped it in a sock and I carried it with me. For over a decade... If I couldn't do right by my own child, maybe I could keep this unhatched egg safe. Eventually, I had to come to terms with the fact that the bird egg was dead, and I got therapy. He was a good New York psychologist, secular, liberal, tolerant. He helped me to forgive myself, but I always knew who I really needed to ask forgiveness It's easy for a young woman with all those stockpiled eggs in her ovaries to be pro-choice. She can toss away the miracle of life like a rotten banana or a bruised apple because it's easily replaced. It wasn't until I was forced to confront the mortality of my own fertility that I felt the full choice of my regret. But I don't write this letter to achieve redemption or to be the new face of the pro-life movement. You'll not see me pleading with women outside of an abortion clinic. You'll not see me protesting with a cutesy homemade sign at the March for Life. You're not going to see me sparring on Twitter, uh, Twitter confronting baby killers with cold hard facts. For now, you'll not even know my name. I suppose this isn't very brave. But my story isn't complete and God's work in me is in an active state. Mine is a modest mission. Maybe if I'm honest about my own wounds, I can help other women like me to heal. Maybe I can love the terrified, knocked-up woman in the Bible Belt who believes the best and the worst lies in our society has ever told. Better than any conservative talk show could ever, ever could come up with. These are the best of the worst lies. The SCOTUS leak ripped a Band-Aid off a festering 50-year-old wound. It's naive to think that we'll fix this mess for the unborn overnight and deprogram men and women plugged into 50 years of slick, well-packaged lies. Slavery was legal in the U.S. for over 200 years before we fought a war to end it, and it would be another 100 years before we'd end state-sanctioned racism. When it comes to the issue of defending innocent life... I know it's hard to be patient, this is a clear battle of good versus evil for many on the right, but you need allies like me, the former safe, legal, and rare pro-choicers, who are afraid to come out of the shadows, afraid to become a political prop in the culture war, but willing to do the quiet missionary work in our own backyard. I hope for the day future progressives look back in horror at today's progressives fighting to keep abortion on demand. I hope for the day the New York Times publishes the pro-life version of the 1619 Project, maybe they'll call it the 1973 Project, whose mission is to reframe the country's history by placing the consequence of abortion and the contribution of the pro-life movement at the very center of our national narrative. Until that day, I just want to help these women be braver than me, to see beyond their impossible tomorrow. If I had allowed someone the chance to let me be brave, I might not have had the same successful career, but I now would have a 20-year-old son or daughter to invest this unexplained overflow in my heart. Back in a minute. James wrote in about his experience with relief factor. He says the stuff really works. I've told so many of my friends about relief factor ever since I started taking it. I'm a mechanic and a veteran 70 years old and I've finally been able to sleep through the night since I have no more pain in my hands I'm a different person. Thank you so much. James, thank you for your service. Glad to hear that you're out of pain. Relief Factor is not a drug. It works on our inflammation, which is the main source of all of our pain in our body. The three-week quick start is developed for you. It's $19.95. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered it, and about 70% of them go on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com and just try it. Call eight hundred four relief. One-eight hundred four relief and get the nineteen ninety-five three-week quick start developed for you again. Relieffactor.com or call eight hundred the number four relief. Relief factor. Feel the difference. Ten seconds, station ID. News cut two here. Uh, Chip Roy uh, has been talking a lot about Biden's border policies.
2: Talk about the damage being done to the United States of America, Mr. Secretary. Do you, Secretary, do you know what this is? This is a mobile morgue, a body trailer needed by counties in South Texas overwhelmed by dead migrants. That particular trailer is filled with these bodies—twenty-seven bodies that were stored in this m- mobile morgue in South Texas with dead bodies of migrants. Dead bodies like this one found on a ranch just three weeks ago in South Texas. A dead migrant, somehow that's compassion. How about the dead bodies found by migrants? Compassion. How about the ranchers who had to walk out of their door and this is what they face, gentlemen with rocks threatening a rancher in South Texas, only able to be saved when they are able to bring their dogs out to scare the people away in order to save themselves. Or the fact that you've got houses being attacked, you've got livestock dead on the side because we've got ranches wide open. How about the little girl here with a brand on her arm? A little girl with a brand on her arm because of your policies. A little girl here in the desert found by ranchers trying to save their life. And How about the lost voices for people dying from fentanyl? The hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands of Americans dying from fentanyl, faces faces of americans faces of americans across this country dying because of fentanyl pouring into our country the time of the gentleman, has expired the well the the of the gentleman is expired you know full well time of the gentleman oh, is expired just so
1: tired of all of this aren't you aren't you just so tired of all of this democrats try to claim the moral high ground on everything that they push it's all about compassion if we can just save fill in the blank Record amounts of illegals are crossing our border. Record amounts of people are dying because of it. Not only are migrants dying, Americans are dying. U.S. servicemen are dying on the border. Fentanyl overdoses are reaching now critical stage. It's now the leading cause of death for adults 18 to 45. Fentanyl, the leading cause of death 18 to 45. And no one is talking about it including our local and city government. I will show you all tomorrow night, all of it. Tomorrow night, Wednesday night on Blaze TV, 9 p.m. It's the Wednesday night special, Biden's Border Bloodbath, the deadly crisis exposed. It is amazing to me how, um, the, how we are now starting to see the fruits of all of their labor. We are now starting to see... The starvation, I'm telling you, millions will starve to death in the next five years because of what this administration and the, um, the global elites have decided to do. Millions will starve to death, and we won't be in a position to help anyone. We talk about abortion as it's a right it's death we talk about our our fuel policy as something that will help the planet but it will mean death we talk about the border but we don't talk about the death this is a death cult that we're facing And you know what's crazy is people are starting to wake up and they're starting to see facts that we thought people knew. Like, I always thought that, you know, Bill Maher, I disagreed with him, but he was informed. Do we have the Bill Maher cut? Listen to this. I learned things this week because this put it on the front page that are pretty
3: basic things that I did not know about abortion. Like in Europe, the modern countries of Europe way more restrictive than we are, or what they're even proposing. If you are pro-choice, you would like it a lot less in Germany and Italy and France and Spain and Switzerland. Did you know that? I didn't know
2: that. I didn't know that.
3: That's right. Okay. Um, I I learned most people who are pro-life are women.
1: Did not know that. He goes on to say, most abortions are done with a pill. He said, even if you go into a clinic, they're done with a pill. And the pills are easy to get in America. So for people who are saying we're going back to 1973, we're not. That's just factually inaccurate. I think there's an awakening that is happening. People are are going from woke to awake, which is a very nice transition.
0: And a very different thing.
1: (laughs) Very different. Very different.
0: Yeah. The, the pill thing is, is such an interesting part of this because, you know, they, you can, you know, women are doing it in Texas. They did a study on what happened in Texas when they cut the abortion restrictions down to six weeks with this recent law that they passed and it prevented, at least in Texas, they think only about 10% of abortions. Part of that was people traveling. Uh, also, it was part of people just ordering uh, from online pharmacies in India, these pills that they can get these abortions and like really, I mean, being honest about it, there's no way we're going to be able to regulate that out of existence. No. There's no it's never going to be the case. So, you know, I mean, we, we can't stop fentanyl, right? <laughs> How right. are we going to stop abortion pills that are legal all around the world from right. flowing into in the mail? I mean, it's just not going to happen. So what you talked about with the woman uh, earlier is the much in some ways more important than Roe versus Wade being overturned. Roe versus Wade being overturned is an important part of this, but it's really like going to the gym once. Yes, it's part of getting in shape,
1: but it is only the first step of getting in shape, and you have to keep going. And, oh, and you and you have to change. You, I mean, people are like you keep going, and then pretty soon you just love it. I've never found that part. <laughs> no, okay? it, it, I've never found that part. <laughs> um, but we have to, we have to work on people's hearts. You know, there was this. This tweet last week that came out that said, you know, this abortion thing, guys, you better wake up. It's gonna stop the hookup culture. Yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's that was the big threat.
0: Yeah, uh, probably a good thing for our society, is it not? Uh, yeah, I, good thing
1: for us as a nation, as a people. We're, I, I mean, I was shocked to hear. I mean, it's been you know twenty years since I've dated. Um, and I dated poorly back mm-hmm. then. I lucked out. Uh, but I was shocked to hear that people now expect sex. And then, how, depending on how that goes, we'll see about a relationship. The whole thing is flipped upside down. Everything. I mean, now, upside what, down, what, inside out. Right. Yeah.
0: What was... Typically, the way you would meet people is now like a creepy thing. Walking up and meeting someone at a bar, meeting someone at work—you know, uh, you know—with the idea when you walk up to them that you're flirting with them—is now this like creepy thing. And the, the normal thing is if you swipe a certain direction, whatever direction that is, so screwed uh, up. you show consent beforehand and you kind of reverse engineer the whole process does
1: not seem like a good, sensible way for a civilization
0: no. to operate. No.
1: And now uh, we can't get President Biden to actually call what's happening the terrorist activity that is happening at our Supreme Court justices house. We can't, we can't even call it terror. We we can't even get a president to disavow those who are now saying exactly the same thing that many people said uh, uh, before January 6th that got them into so much trouble. We got to stand up and fight. Oh, that was obscene to say. Now you have Lori Lightfoot and others saying it all the time. Mike Lee joins us next. The Glenn Beck program. You should see what they're doing in uh, the Senate this week. Your best night's sleep is just around the corner and here's the amazing part. Once you get it, it's just not one good night of sleep. I should know it is brought to you by My Pillow and uh, I mean not my you know what I'm saying. My sheets from My Pillow are really good. It's not that the My Pillow had a baby and it was cheap, but it, they came from My Pillow and it's great right now you can check out the radio listener special square right there on mypillow.com and remember everything comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee but right now you can get uh buy one get one free on just about all of the stuff that is at mypillow.com and really honestly you're gonna love it and if you don't no worry You just pop it back in the box and ship it back to them. You have 60 days. And if it's not everything I say it is, everything you hope it is, ship it back. You get your money back. No questions asked. Enter the promo code BECK right now or call 800 966 3117. It's mypillow.com. Head over to blaze slash Glenn
0: to get subscribed to Blaze TV. Use the promo code Glenn to save 10 bucks.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program. I'm going to read two things to you. First, The New York Times. The New York Times wrote Two days before a mob of Trump supporters invaded the United States Capitol, upending the nation's peaceful transition of power and leaving at least five people dead, the right wing radio star Glenn Beck delivered a message to his flock of 10.5 million listeners It's time to fight. It's time to rip and claw and rake, Mr. Beck said on his January 4th broadcast. It's time for you to go to war as the left went to war four years ago. Now, they updated that, even though we gave them all of this information a week before the story aired. Two days after publication, they updated it with this. Mr. Beck did not lobby for his listeners to invade the Capitol. And a day later, he urged marchers in Washington to channel your inner Martin Luther King, adding violence is not who we've ever been. But the language he used on his January 4th (laughs) show was typical of the aggressive rhetoric that permeated conservative talk radio. Okay, I mean, again, you specifically said not to go. I know. So couldn't that why would they use you as an example? It makes no sense. Here is the latest story today. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot set social media ablaze Monday evening with a call to arms. That's a quote. Quote to my friends in the LGBTQ plus community. The Supreme Court is coming for us next. This moment has to be a call to arms. We will not surrender our rights without a fight. We will fight a fight to victory. Hmm, I wonder if the New York Times is going to say the same about her. She's calling to arms. I don't know what that means except call to guns. Isn't that what arms imply? But there's a double standard here. The president won't, will not disavow those who are now marching In front of the Supreme Court justices homes, which is my understanding, it is clearly illegal to do if you are trying to um, intimidate or change the verdict uh, of a Supreme Court justice. Mike Lee is joining us now uh, from uh, uh, Washington, D.C. Hello, Mike. How are you?
3: hello Grant. well it's good to be with you good and you know what they did to you at the times that sounds like reckless disregard for the truth to me That's uh, actionable defamation
1: Ooh, really
2: huh yeah,
3: <laughs> absolutely
1: all
2: right look you you
3: you told them what you had actually said they yes. ran the story anyway not reflecting that uh that is
1: does it matter that they corrected it, it two days later
3: No, because they still defamed you in the meantime. Nobody Mm. reads the corrections like they read the original story. Yeah. This is part of what's disgraceful is that they get away with this.
1: So um, let's talk a little bit about, first of all, what is happening to the Supreme Court uh, justices in front of their homes. Uh, Mike, that's clearly illegal, is it not?
3: Yes, it is. It violates a Virginia statute it also quite arguably violates uh, a federal statute uh, 18 usc section 1503 i think it is uh, that uh, would seem to suggest that this is unlawful but more than anything glenn this is just really creepy It, it carries with it an implicit threat of violence because it says to the occupants of the home where they're protesting we know where you sleep correct it's the only purpose it serves and if that has no place in society you know i i actually dealt with it first time i ever dealt with this i was 11 years old uh my my father who was serving as president reagan's solicitor general at the time uh filed a, a brief in a case and it dealt with an issue related to abortion related to Roe versus wade the uh, uh abortion rights movement didn't like it so they protested in front of our home I was the only one home at the time. Uh, Actually, my older sister, Wendy, was was there, but she was asleep the entire time. She slept long. So I went out and talked to them. You know, the movie Home Alone hadn't come out yet. It wouldn't come out for another 20 years. But when I saw that movie many years later, I thought i know how that kid feels. I started thinking, what do I do? Do I break out the illegal fireworks stash that I had from where my cousins bought on the Indian reservation the summer before? Do I turn on the sprinklers? (laughs) Eh. It occurred to me if I did any of those things, news crews would show up, that would be bad. So I just went out and talked to them instead. And the very first thing the lady said to me, there's a lady who appeared to be in charge of all of them. We'll call her Karen. And uh, uh, Karen said to me, well, hello, little boy. We're not here to hurt you. That's creepy. And it's creepy any time you protest in front of the home of a public official. Right. That's what's wrong with
1: it. And I'm wondering if that would even be said today. Uh, A lot of these protesters, I mean, the it's vile what's going on just as it was vile on january 6th that that was a that was a mob uh and not everybody but the ones that really kind of broke down the door etc etc those people were in a mob mentality and just vile so mike yesterday without anybody condemning these people and saying it has to stop the Senate voted to pass a bill to provide security services to the Supreme Court justices and their families. uh, And it was a unanimous vote. Um, Yes. How can somebody on the left say that this isn't violent and yet vote unanimously to provide security?
3: Well, if uh, one of them were on the show with us, and I'm sure all the lefties come on your show constantly.
1: All the time. Uh, so
3: it, you can probably provide the answer. I'm mm-hmm. sure they would say, look, uh, the potential is there. We want to make sure they have safety when they need it. But look, there's no reason for them to not condemn this. There's no reason for them to not call it off. It is inappropriate. I have, I have yet to have this conversation with any of my colleagues, Republican, Democrat, otherwise, uh, who, in, in which they will disagree with the suggestion it's inappropriate to show up to someone's home to protest. It's not appropriate. I don't know why it is. They can't find the moral courage to express publicly. What I think all of them believe privately, which is that that is unacceptable.
1: That was the problem with January 6th for many of us. We were like, where is Donald Trump? Why isn't he stepping up to the plate right now and saying, this is horrible. Stop it right now. Um, let me ask you, there's a bill now um, going through and, and at the Senate, and it's to codify Roe. Can you explain what's going on here?
2: Yeah. There's a
3: bill moving through the Senate, and they want to codify Roe, but it's Roe on steroids. It's worse than Roe, far worse. It basically says that no state... Can have any law restricting abortion in any way and guarantees abortion right up until the moment of birth without any restriction by any other law. And so this is a, this is a very radical proposal. This is substantially farther to the left than what you'll see from uh, any ordinary American. Uh, uh, Americans understand that regardless of how they feel about abortion more broadly, They understand that the closer you get to birth, the closer you get to the point where a baby could clearly survive outside the womb. uh, Nearly all Americans support some restrictions on abortion, but they want to get rid of even those.
1: This act is intended to protect all people with the capacity for pregnancy cisgender women transgender men non-binary individuals those who identify with a different gender and others who are unjustly harmed by restrictions on abortion services mike i gotta believe if i were running for the senate and i was kind of in a purple state i would be really upset at the democratic leadership if i'm running as a democrat
3: yeah and why wouldn't you be but look trying to impress a a certain radical French element of their own base. And this is where they're going to do it. The next step they're going to do is they're going to try to pack the Supreme Court or hashtag expand the court. As many of my liberal colleagues are now using that hashtag. They want to add justices to the Supreme Court of the United States, which is itself a huge mistake. All these things are designed to delegitimize denigrate and isolate those Supreme Court justices inclined to vote for Justice Alito's masterfully written majority opinion.
1: Mike, you were part of the crew that uh, you were a leader in the crew to find these Supreme Court justices. Um, They're saying now that it looks like this is going to be the filing rule uh, uh, ruling. Do you believe that?
3: Yes, I I do believe that. And I also believe that the reason these people are freaking out so much is that they're um, uh, they're afraid of the same thing. Uh, And so that's why I think if this does, in fact, happen. The pivot will happen very, very quickly, and they'll move on to saying this is an illegitimate court, so we're gonna have to change it. We haven't seen this since nineteen thirty-seven. Uh it's why I, I started seeing this coming about a year and a half ago. That's why I started writing the book that comes out June seventh, available for pre-order now called Saving Nine. Saving Nine explains what happened last time they did this, how we stop it, and why it's such a horrible idea.
1: It's a um it is a book that is right on time. Uh, called Saving Nine and very good, um, Mike. The um, the the bill that they are trying to pass. Let's just live in fantasy land. Say we say that it passes. Okay, isn't that still what the Supreme Court was saying shouldn't be done? That it should go to the states. It's not a federal issue.
3: Uh, yes. So the, the Supreme Court drafted majority opinion written by Justice Alito said that these are the des- sorts of decisions that ought to be made by the people's elected lawmakers uh, and not by nine lawyers wearing robes on the Supreme Court of the United States for the simple reason that it, there's nothing in the Constitution that makes this something that the courts decide nothing in the Constitution that even makes this federal rather than state now that there, there are some places for federal law to weigh in on most areas but most laws most of the time that affect most of your day-to-day life are state laws not federal laws so it follows logically that, given that there's nothing in the Constitution making abortion distinctly a federal issue most laws dealing with abortion should be handled at the state level
1: Uh, does that include if New York or California includes you know partial birth abortion or after birth abortion Uh, which is now strangely being talked about in those states, does the federal government have a role in stopping any of that?
3: Depending on how far Congress wanted to push the envelope, Congress could try to assert more authority in that area. My personal view is that uh, this is one of those areas that that really is perfect for the Constitution, for the constitutional principle of federalism. Because look, there, there isn't... A lot of national unity national consensus on this issue right people in utah would decide this very differently than the people of new york and people in mississippi very differently than those in the state of oregon and you know sometimes that 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 is part of the constitutional compromise that's part of who we are that is the compromise right is that we allow people to govern themselves differently according to local preferences
1: Well, Mike, I want to thank you for all the uh, uh, work that you did with uh, Donald Trump and and Ted Cruz to get these uh, guys on the Supreme Court and and uh, and women as well. Um, It's because of, I think, your work that we have these these people. And I am hoping that when we get a Republican in uh, office uh, that you are appointed to the Supreme Court, because I think you would make a tremendous Supreme Court justice. Thank you so much, Mike. Thank you very much, Glenn. You bet. Uh, By the way, if you want to support Mike in his uh, race for Senate, you can do that uh, by, I don't know, checking out, I don't know, Mike Lee for Senate or whatever the hell. I I don't know the the best, uh,
0: the best way to point people to his site, but yes, you should go look at his site. And, and, And this is an important week, I think, by the way, to consider that if you are a person who looks at the ruling from, uh, from alito and looks at that in a positive light and said and maybe have dreamt of the day that roe versus wade would be overturned your entire life for Mm -hmm. example it's important to highlight as you did right there at the end the really vital role that mike lee has in this ruling he was the guy basically that's why they're they're coming after him so hard right he was the guy who put together the list along with the federalist society and a couple of other people that you mentioned Um, But he was really the driving force to get that list in front of Donald Trump that he wound up selecting from these three
1: justices and in the office with him Mm -hmm. uh, campaigning for these people, really trying to educate Donald Trump on who they were and getting them to be the the candidate. Without Mike Lee, you don't have the situation that we're looking at this week. That's how that's
0: how crucial he's been to this process. And And if you care about this issue at all, you should remember that. Uh, As you look at who you're voting for here in Utah over
1: the next. Well, you have uh, Edwin McMuffin, who's running against (laughs) him, who is pro-choice. And so that's, you know, that's one thing you would Mm -hmm. have going for you. Is he pro-choice? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I guess he's pro-choice.
0: Regardless, I mean, it's one of these things that even if you had somebody else you were considering, like, this
1: is such a vital issue. And he was so vital to it. And I tell you that uh, the left knows it. Too bad the right doesn't know it, but the left knows exactly Mm -hmm. what he's done. Back in the good old days, if someone came along and stole your identity, you just met him out front of the saloon at high noon and settled it man to man. Uh, You know, that was the most convenient place to play, you know, paper, rock, scissors. But um, today, you actually probably can't even find the person that is stealing your identity and destroying uh, your good name and credit. Nobody can catch everything, but LifeLock Identity Theft, they are the best in the business. LifeLock by Norton. And if you join now, you can save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code back at 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Something happens, they have a whole team of experts waiting to help just clean it up but they will alert you if they spot anything and they are looking in all the darkest corners lifelock.com lifelock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK use the promo code back and save 25 percent
0: the glenn back program
1: Uh, by the way, uh, Mike uh, twe- uh, or uh, uh, messaged me just uh, during the break. Oh. It's LeeForSenate.com. <laughs> LeeForSenate.com. I'm like, okay, whatever. I can't imagine why he would find that to be important. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> uh, He is so important in the Senate. Please, uh, if you can, help. The left definitely knows. What Mike has done for the Supreme Court and what he is capable of doing, uh, and they want him out, and they're, they are pulling out all the stops. Lee for Senate.com. The Glenn Back Program.